When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of From Hunts to Humans. My name is Danielle Bolster and I am a clinical mental health counselor. And today I'm going to share with you um, part of my story um, with multi-level marketing. And I know you might be asking, are you really a therapist who's about to share personal life stuff on the internet? And the answer is yes. Um, and I'm doing this for a very specific reason. And that is to show that it doesn't matter what your education level is. Um, anyone can be susceptible to this and, um, it's really hard. And this kind of falls into my mental health story of being out of an MLM and being in anti-MLM groups is that I've seen a lot of comments about like, like someone will be like, Oh, like I chose, um, to do multi-level marketing instead of being a lawyer or a teacher or a therapist or, you know, these like really prestigious like fields. And, um, I think people forget that we're human and we also have needs and wants and those are things that the multi-level marketing community pry on. Um, So yeah, I'm just here to show you guys that I am a human as well. I also fell for it. I also have struggles. Um... So yeah, this this is just about how I'm also human, and um, I hope that helps somebody. So yeah, um, my first experience with multi-level marketing was Isogenics, and I started it because um, like most girls that are just out of college, I wanted to lose weight. So I did that, and there isn't too much to my multi-level marketing story here. Um, people did try to get me to build a team. I did go to a couple of pretty cheesy parties, um, where they were like really drinking the Kool-Aid, but, um, I only recruited quote unquote one person and it was one of my friends who also wanted to lose weight. So we didn't really like do the whole recruitment selling things we were just trying to figure out how we could feel the best we could um but um this kind of falls into the mental health side of it is that um it was a super unsustainable program so they wanted this was a long time ago like almost 10 years ago I think for me um It was this program where you had a shake for breakfast and then I would have like an apple for a snack and then a shake for lunch and then like a four to 600 calorie meal. And that was like my life. And yeah, I did lose a lot of weight, but as soon as I stopped doing that, it was extremely hard to manage the weight loss and I gained everything back. Also, there was a lot of fasting, um... And that was, like, not great. It was, like, a three-day fast, I'm pretty sure. Like, not awesome. I was also in grad school at this time. So that wasn't fun. Actually, no, I wasn't. Maybe I was. I would have just been starting grad school. But it might have been right before. But anyways... It was not great. I remember um, I, I was still in the mental health field at the time and I was going to see clients and I would literally be driving there and my stomach would be growling and I would be so irritated and I would have to plaster a smile on my face 
and really try to focus on these kids that I was working with because I was so hungry. And so part of it was I was like, okay, well, like really lean into that, like lean into your session with this kid and listen to them and that will distract you from the hunger. But also in the back of my head was this like hunger monster that was like, you're starving. When are you going to feed me? Like what the heck? Um, So yeah, 10 out of 10 do not recommend doing anything like that. Please don't. It's so bad for you. It's bad for your mental health. It's honestly training you to have disordered eating and restrict food and to be scared of food. And that is not good for your body, for your mental health. Uh, no, just no. Um, I'm not going to stay too long on isogenics. We're going to just hop right over to my next MLM which was Plexus. Plexus is not super big up here in Massachusetts. There's a very small community. And honestly, I haven't really heard much about it since I left, which is kind of interesting. Um, Although I did kind of go through and delete all of those people when I got out. So maybe that's just because of that. But none of my like inner circle has picked it up outside of me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So um, at this point, Plexus, I was 100% in grad school and I was low energy, again, trying to manage my weight. And Plexus is just like this magic pill, right? Like they have the probiotics, the... um, the, what's it called? The BioCleanse and the pink drink. And it's all supposed to help your body to like get regulated so that you can lose weight, which all sounds well and good. And the confusing part about Plexus for me was actually that I did go to mental health workshops outside of Plexus. Like they were things that I did for work that were about gut health and about how it's linked to mental health. So I was really struggling because this company pulled real ideas and real science into its gimmicks and its marketing and the way they talked about things. And I felt like it was very legitimized. And that's one of the things that um, people talk about all the time is how they legitimize themselves by using these real words like real marketing terms, real mental health terms, real health terms. Um, So yeah, it was very confusing and it kind of helped me lean into the fact that I thought that it was real and legit. Um, One thing that I remember very vividly when I started doing Plexus and I started to sell was that um, I remember... And this kind of comes back to me being a therapist. Um, I remember feeling icky about it for some reason. And I thought that that was just me not wanting to sell to people. But now when I reflect back onto it, I remember also thinking like, well, like I need to be careful because like I as a therapist know how... Like, I know how to manipulate people. I'm literally trained to understand manipulation. So, like, in turn, I know how to manipulate people. Not that, and the, my point being that I don't want to manipulate people. I don't want to pressure people into doing something no, they don't want to do. I want to support people in making the right choices for themselves and their bodies. And I was very aware of that when I was going into it. But then I also kind of shoved it away Um, and I tried really hard to figure out how I can do this program and do it ethically. Um, So I never, just kind of putting this out there for anyone, I never tried to sell to my clients. I think that's extremely unethical. I never ever like tried to sell to a client that is terrible, 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 oh my gosh. And I just don't want anyone to think that I did that. Um, 
moving forward. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I had this icky feeling from the beginning and I was like, I feel like I'm in a weird spot. Like, how do I do this and make money and also like stick to my morals? And that was kind of when I was like, oh, well, like it's helping my mental health. Um, it's helping my diet. It's helping my body. Um, all this stuff. And I just was like, okay, well, it's okay because it's okay. And I'm not selling to my clients, so I'm all right. And that's kind of just where we start. Um, in Plexus, uh, my upline uh, and I, we all would meet at like this bar after work. And we would get dinner and we would call it a tax write-off. And we would like have people come and meet us there that might have been interested, but were probably not. They probably just wanted to go and get dinner with us because I like to think that I'm fun. Um, But yeah, it wasn't great. But at the time I was having fun and they were like, these are all tax write-offs, just save your receipts. And I was like, all right, like, I don't really know what that means. I was like 24 maybe maybe 23. Like I I didn't know. I was just doing what my upline told me. Um, I liked the products. I believed in the products. I thought that they were helpful. I genuinely thought they were helpful. I thought I could help people. I thought this was a way that I could pursue my dreams of being in the mental health field and also make money helping my friends and family. Like, that just sounds amazing on the surface, doesn't it? Um, but, like, it's not. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if everyone knows this, but, like, uh, so I work in community mental health right now um, as, like, my main job, but I'm, like, opening a private practice, so that's messy, but anyways... Um, but in community mental health, like you don't do it for the money. Like you do not make a lot of money and you have a lot of loans. Like it's really tough financially across the board. Um, it doesn't really matter where you go. Um, as far as I know, definitely across like the United States, but, um, I think also elsewhere, cause I looked into it a little bit, like you really get paid the same through community mental health. It's, it's not, it's not great. Um, so that's why I I really thought that this was exciting because, um, the Plexus products, they were expensive and I was like, okay, well I can make a little bit of money. I can make my products get paid for. So I just need to sign three people up under me and then they need to sign three people up under them and then they sign three, you know, and it just goes on and becomes this giant pyramid. Um, so I was like, okay, so I did. I had a team of about 20 people on in that company. Um, and that is the company I have. So I have more network marketing stories and experiences with different companies. But this company is where I felt like the most predatory looking back and reflecting like my mental health. I feel very guilty because I did recruit other people into the business, um, which is a scam. And I I thought that I was helping them. I thought that I was being this great person. I thought that I was introducing them to products that were going to help them and to a business opportunity that was going to make them money and that they could support themselves. And also, like, you get a good discount, right? They always try to tell you about the discount that you get as being a consultant or an ambassador or whatever they want to call you. Um, but I have a lot of guilt and a lot of shame around that, um, that I've been working through and it's hard. It's hard every, every time I think about it to think about the people and I hope that, you know, I'm pretty sure that everyone that was involved with me in that has, um, recovered and I don't think anyone has gone into any sort of extreme financial situation because of it, but it was definitely really tough. Um, at one point, 
I did end up going to Vegas for their convention. And I ended up spending my entire bank account to go to Vegas. Um, And even up until a few months ago, I was like, oh, like Vegas is just expensive. I just didn't realize how expensive Vegas was. I spent probably around $10,000 and I didn't gamble and I didn't, I didn't really do any touristy things. I went to like, I went to bars at the hotel and I got food at the hotel. So like, yeah, that, that adds up, but like I didn't gamble. I didn't go to the Vegas strip. I didn't see any shows. I didn't do any of that. I just did the convention and went to the pool a couple times and drank at the hotel Um, so yeah, (laughs) I spent all of that money on multi-level marketing garbage. I bought shirts, I bought pens, I bought pencil case. I think they gave us a backpack. Um, I bought so much stuff. The only thing that I bought that I'm like not sad about was I bought this running belt that had a pocket in it for your phone and I have never found another running belt that was as good as that one and I actually lost it which is really sad because I really liked it and it like held up some of my stretchier workout pants that kind of like slid down when you were doing stuff and yeah I'm upset that I lost that belt but (sighs) here we are (laughs) um so yeah uh a lot of money a lot of money went into that trip. Um, I remember like I had to ask my dad to like transfer money into my account. Uh, I had no idea how I was spending this much money. It was terrible. Um, and I, I don't even know, like, Part of me is like, I had so much fun on that trip. I made so many memories. I met so many cool people. I met I met one girl who is still my friend today in um, the anti-MLM community now. Uh, she was my plexi bestie. <laughs> and um, I hope one day she'll come on this podcast and share her story with you too. But yeah, it, it wasn't good. So we went to this convention, Carrie Underwood was there, there was a motivational speaker, and just a lot of, like, culty stuff, like, people, like, there was chanting, which is a cult thing, there was, like, looking up to idols in the company, like, idolizing people. That, like, just doesn't even make sense. Like, when I look back on it now, I remember being, like, so excited to meet these people that are just regular people. Like, why was I idolizing them? Why did I think they were so great? Like, because they made it really far up the pyramid and they made it really far into making money off the backs of their friends. Like, (laughs) clearly I was wearing rose-covered glasses. Um, So anyways, all of this time I was taking the products. I uh, used these products for, I think, about three or four years. Um, Taking very minimal breaks from them. Some products I would use and then stop. Some products I was consistent on the entire way. Um, So then... uh, kind of skipping there was some personal drama that like happened in this multi-level marketing too but um I'd rather just not even go there today I I don't think that I can even vocalize what happened but towards the end um oh actually so what happened for me how I kind of got out of that was I was using the products and I was going to grad school and I was working full time and I was just like, I can't do all of this. This is mentally exhausting, like constantly being on my phone, 
like constantly needing to do work and have grad school and I just couldn't do it all. It was so hard. So eventually I told my upline, like, I'm just going to focus on school. Um, when, if somebody that buys product from me needs help or wants to know something, like I will certainly help them or I will send them to you to get the answer. But like, I, I can't right now. I need to focus on grad school. I need, I need to get this degree and move forward. And thank God I did that. Thank God I stepped back. Um, and then I, the posts slowly stopped and um, I just kept taking the products. So let's fast forward to the end when I was only taking the products and I was kind of spotty about it. And um, it actually was kind of close to the end of the pandemic. And um, so for me, I felt like these products were helping me manage my hormones because I was, I was thinking, words, I was around 23 when I started these hormones, and hormones, when I started these products, and at the time, I would get my time of the month, and every time it happened, we would have a meeting at work, I would always get it on a Wednesday, and we had these meetings on Wednesdays, and I would go to the meeting, I was totally fine. I'd get out of the meeting, my period would start, and I couldn't handle it. Like, I would just cry. And, like, sometimes the meetings were really hard and emotional. Like, I work in the mental health field. But, like, why am I, like, doing this? So I was like, this is bizarre. And I started these products, and I don't know if it was a placebo effect or what or if they were helping me, but it somehow bounced out, and I felt better, and I wasn't crying, so I was like, wow, this is really helping me, and I felt like my concentration was better, and I felt, I thought I was losing weight, I was probably just in a calorie deficit, um, but uh, yeah, so I... Okay, so we're talking about the end, which is I forgot to take it. I forgot to take the product for a long time. And I think around two to three weeks after I stopped taking it, I developed um, suicidal ideations. And I was like, where is this coming from? Why is this happening? Um. Like, I what there everything in my life was going really well. Um, I had a lot of really positive things going on, but I was not okay. And I looked at my fiance and I was like, I I don't want to be here anymore. And I couldn't identify why. I couldn't identify what was going on, and. Um, I did reach out for help and I got a therapist and all those things. I, I totally encourage anyone to get a therapist that can is able to get one. And I recognize that therapy is a privilege and access to therapy is not always possible. But if possible, please, please, please get a therapist. Um, so yeah, and... It was a couple of days that I felt like this, and then I was like, you know what? I wonder. I wonder. And I took that product. And within, like, I don't know, like, at least a day, I didn't feel sad anymore. I just was like, okay. And I was like, well, that's bizarre. Um, like, it was like a switch went off. So I was like, okay, it's these products. I've developed some sort of dependency on these products, which isn't okay. You shouldn't develop dependencies on supplements 
to the point where you get off of them and have suicidal ideations. Like, that's not okay. So, I I did um, end up, like, weaning myself off of them. Like, I... What I did, um, again, I am not recommending anyone do anything. This is just what I did, if you are curious. Um, So what I did was I would take one, and then I would wait until I started to feel a little bit weird, (laughs) kind of playing with fire, but, like, you know, I I was very aware of what was happening, so I'd wait until I felt a little bit weird, or about the the one- to two-week mark, I would take another one, and then I would wait a little bit longer and take another one, and so on and so forth until I didn't need to take them anymore. And I just didn't have like sad feelings, like like the unexplainable sad feelings that I was getting. Um, and that was it. I messaged my upline and I was like, hey, it wasn't my direct upline. I actually had a falling out with her. Um, so it was two girls up for me. And I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, this is what happened. Like, I accidentally stopped taking this product and I, like, became suicidal. And then, like, that's not okay. And she never said anything to me. And that was the point when I was heartbroken. She didn't even text me back to say, like, hey, like, are you okay now? Like, do you need help? Like, how can I help you? She didn't even ask if I was okay. And I don't know why it didn't hit me then that I was just a money sign to her. Like, I was just part of the pyramid and I wasn't making her money anyways because I was, like, barely ordering anything because I was working off the back stock of product that I kept buying from when I was working my business. Um, she just didn't care and I couldn't believe it. Like, and I, I'm sure that if you've been in a network marketing company, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say it's all so warm and welcoming and lean on me and I'm here for you and you got this girl, you're a rock star, you're awesome. So when... I told her what happened and she didn't respond. I was like, what do you mean? I thought I was awesome and I could lean on you and you were here for me and you could help me and you're my community and like we're boss babes and whatever. Like I thought you were here for me and you weren't. So that's kind of the end of my Plexus journey. Um, After that, I was kind of on the search for a new probiotic and new supplements that I could use. Um, I wanted a plant-based protein powder because I thought that my stomach was like kind of being weird around whey. Um... It was probably just the gross way that I was using from that company. And I was, like, looking for something plant-based. I'm very, like, I'm not, like, super earthy crunchy, but I am. Like, I really care about the planet. I want to do as many things as possible to be sustainable in my life um, while also balancing, like, my needs and my wants and um trying to like support my family the way that I need to so like I really try to do what I can for the environment and that's really important for to me I wonder if you can guess what company I'm talking about just from this um but yeah so I'm I'm looking around I'm poking around I'm trying to find other things but meanwhile this girl is messaging me um trying to like wrote me in like hey like I can send you samples blah 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 blah. just let just let me send these to you I'm like all right I think um I think what got her in was I think I posted that I was looking for a new pre-workout 
Um, small unsponsored plug. I love Legion's pre-workout and Legion's protein powder. Very good. Very um, transparent company about their ingredients and what's in them. So um, definitely recommend that you check them out. Um, and if you so buy it from Legion. Don't buy it off of Amazon. And um, when you buy it from Legion, they have like. Uh, I think you get like points or something like that. My my fiance is the one that orders from them, but like it's great. Definitely try it. Also, they have a really good return policy. Um, no questions asked. You can just return anything that you want. And I, I'm pretty sure they don't even have you send it back. They're just like, okay, like here's your money. Like they're fantastic. So anyways, tangent, Legion is not a network marketing company. Um, but anyway, so I, at the time was looking for a new pre-workout and, um, this girl was like, Oh, like, please just let me send you samples. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, fine. All right, whatever. And I was in the back of my head. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this again. Um, this company has like all of these limited time products all the time. And I would see them post like limited time protein shake, limited time, fizz and I would be like well like what if I like it like what if I like it and then I can't get it anymore like I I don't like that I don't like limited time things because I um I have ADHD and like I get very into habits with food like I eat the same like snacks all the time we have like the same rotation of like 10 meals that we eat um, very, very creature of habit. So yeah, I try her samples and I'm just like, all right, like these aren't bad, like whatever. Um, I didn't really think too much of it. And then uh, like, I, I say no to her for a really long time. Like we were, uh, just started quarantine and my fiance, who is a personal trainer, P.S., go follow him on Instagram. It's Nick Anderson Fitness. He's an awesome personal trainer. Um, and he is, like, really not diet culture-y, so go do that. Um, so she asked him to do, like, a fitness class for charity. Which he did. He was like, absolutely. Like, he was just getting started. And it was a great way for him to, like, get his name out there, do some stuff, and for a good cause. Um, Also, I don't remember if I said this, but this was at the beginning of COVID. So, she, like, sent him, like, a thank you gift, uh, like, a candle, and our bond candle. And we were like, oh, that's so nice. And like, you know, she just kept popping into our lives. She joined our fitness group. She um, was like a cheerleader for us. We were like, wow, like she's so great. She's awesome. Like she cares about us. And then eventually I was like, okay, well, I'm looking for a new protein powder. I need something plant-based because of my stomach. And I was like, all right, I'll try yours. So I tried it and I had like my first, um, like serving of it. And I was like, wow, this is really good. And I genuinely felt like this protein powder tasted really good. Like, um, you know, you have some that taste really chalky and I was just like, okay, like this is, this is pretty good. I, I, I liked it. I felt like it tasted like a milkshake to me, um, more than the one that I was having before. So it's like, this, this is great. I thought it was probably one of the best plant-based proteins that I had had. Um, but, um, yeah, so I was just like, immediately I was just like, well, should I just sell it? Like, should I just be a consultant? Like I would get the discount and I like could make a couple extra bucks if anyone wanted to buy it. Like, 
what's the big deal? And I literally said to my fiance, I was like, you know what? I'll do it for a year. And if it doesn't work out, I'll stop. And we were both like, yeah, okay. Um, like, why not try it? We were, and like, we were like, just bought, we bought words. Sometimes I struggle with words. We had just bought our house. Um, and we were in a new area. It was still COVID, lack of community. And I was just like, oh, like, it would be really nice if I like did this and then I would get all these friends who supported me and also like it would um, inspire me to like do better with my nutrition because like I knew like the whole being a product of the product thing. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to do good to keep myself accountable so that people will want to buy Arbonne from me. Like no one wants to buy Arbonne from me if I'm like gaining all this weight and not doing what I'm supposed to do. Let's be real. It's a weight loss company. Like it's a health and wellness company, but like the whole reason people make money off of these companies is because people feel bad about themselves and want to look different about their bodies. So yeah. Um, so I had my first party and I was very, it was a very good first party. I think I made about $600 and I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, imagine if I do this every month and I I make this much money, but like, of course I did good. It was all my friends that were super supportive. They were also in network marketing companies, so they got it. And like, I was buying stuff from them and Or they were just like, yeah, like, you go, girl. Like, you're awesome. Like, I get it. Like, everyone get it that I invited. They got it because they understand what it's like to be a woman who wants to make more money and has this sense of entrepreneurship to, like, have control over her life and finances and work. So they were all very supportive. A lot of people tried stuff. It was awesome. Um, and I was right in the high and this is, um, really interesting. I think, you know, uh, I don't know, not too many people talk about this actually. Um, in, I think the podcast is called, hold on, I'm going to look it up because it's important to get these things right. It's called, Sorry. Oh no, where is it? It's called the Anti MLM Podcast um, by Emma Rose, and um, I think the other girl's name is Francine. Anyways, if you guys are listening, you guys are awesome, and you should totally come and do an episode on my podcast. Um, but anyways, so I was listening to them, and she talked about how she felt it very addicted to. Um, the MLM and how she's kind of had like addictive personality type things in the past. And I totally related to that because that's how I felt doing these MLMs. Like it's this rush that you get when you get a sale or where someone messaged you and they're like, hey, like I'm interested. Like tell me more about this. Like send me some information. And you're just like, yes. Like, you get it. It's awesome. Like, come and drink this magical unicorn juice with me because it's fantastic. And it will change your life and you're going to feel amazing. And also, all of my friends that also do this, they all have Mercedes. All of them. They all get Mercedes and they're all paid for by the company. And also, you get all of these free trips. And da 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 da. And look at my magical life. And blah 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 blah. Sparkles and rainbows and fairy dust. But it's all an illusion. And that's what they don't tell you. And that's what you don't even realize when you're in it. Um, Because they make all of these like small excuses that just like seem like nothing. Like you don't realize that they're explaining away what's going on. But anyways, it's a high. It's such a high. You get so addicted to it. Um, Every time my phone went off, every time it lit up, I was like, yes, I I can't wait to answer this message. I need to help this person. And 
this is when it started to affect my relationship. And, um, I would be like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like I can't right now. Like I'm working my business. I have this business call, this business meeting, which was just a bunch of us sitting on zoom and somebody would get on and they would tell their sob story about how they had nothing. And now they have everything because of Arbonne or how, I don't even know, like this, their son had cancer and now he's cured because of Arbonne and not because they went to go see a doctor who helped them. I don't know. Like, just like these like crazy miracle stories that just were supposed to lure you in and really get you hooked. Um, and they would talk about us reading these like self-help books and like everyone was reading the self-help books. So it just like also added to like that sense of like, I feel good because I'm doing this self-help and it's part of this MLM and like we all feel good because we're all doing this and we're all reading the same books with the same message and we're all talking about how we love our fizz and it's fantastic. So feel like I kind of went off on a tangent but I think the point of the message was that it's addictive also I have a little bit of a headache right now so I'm sorry like if I'm a little bit more all over the place than I normally am um but I really wanted to do this now because it's quiet at the house and I just wanted I want to do this um anyways so Um, I did that for a few months, but while this was happening, um, I was at a different phase in my life where I was, uh, getting ready for licensure. Um, I'm out of grad school. I'm post my, um, experienced hours of being a master's level clinician and I'm ready to take my, uh, licensure test. And uh, I'm doing Arbonne. I'm studying for my test. I'm doing my work for my work work. And, or as they call it, a J-O-B. And it started to get to be too much. Um, Between, oh wait, no, I want to, sorry, backing up, backing up. We'll come back to here. So I was talking about how it got in the way of my uh, relationship. Um, And this is really hard for me to talk about. Um, I have a lot, a lot of guilt here because um, I was starting to feel like unsupported by my fiance um, because he was in also in the health and wellness industry, but in like the legitimate side of things. And I was like, well, why don't you like tell people to follow me and tell people to support me or tell people to go buy my things? Like I tell people to go and support you and to, you know, hire you as a personal trainer. So like, why, why aren't you doing the same for me? Or why, why won't you use the products that I sell? Um, and he was just like, I don't like them, blah, 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 blah. He has his own reasons for everything. And I was just like, oh, and he was like, oh, like you don't get it. And I didn't get it. Um, cause I was wearing my rose colored glasses and I just wanted him to see my side of things. And I thought my side of things were, was right because when you're in a cult, you're taught not to see the other side. And if somebody is on the other side and telling you that this isn't good, they're a hater. They, they don't care about you. They don't listen to you. Um, so I was just like, oh, you just don't get it. Um, so that that really sucked. Um, all right, now back to what I was saying. I was studying for grad school. Also, I got a puppy and uh, not studying for grad school, studying for my test. I got a puppy. I was working. I started to get really behind in my work. I was getting really overwhelmed Um, and I was like, oh my God, like, how am I supposed to do all of this? Because like the time that I was, should have been doing my paperwork, 
I was answering messages for Arbon, and I was just like, oh my god, like I'm so behind. I I don't know what to do. So I, I eventually caught up. I, I'm actually all the way caught up now. But anyways, <laughs> um. Oh, and it was COVID still, so I was struggling with COVID feelings and, like, being isolated and all of that stuff. Like, it just really stunk all the time. You all remember it. <laughs> um, so I took my licensure test the first time, and I failed by a few points. And um, I was like, all right, like, I really need to back off of this Arbon stuff. Like, this is really important to me. And I had goals of starting a private practice. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to back off. And I kind of said the same thing. Like, I'll help, you know, whoever wants help. If someone approaches me, like, I'll I'll do it. If, like, there's a new product launch, I'll, like, post about the new product. But, like, I'm not doing all these posts every day. I'm not reaching out to people. I'm not going to read your book. I'm not going to make lists. Like, I'm not going to do all of that. I'm not going to make a list of 100 people that I should reach out to. So, and my upline was like, okay, like, I'm here for you. And whatever. Like, want you to pass your test. So, I, you know, backed off. I did my studying. I uh, took my test again. I passed. Um, Such a hard test, by the way, like. It's no joke. Um, And I started to, you know, get into private practice stuff and, like, start working on creating my legitimate business. And I started to notice that every time my upline would reach out to me, it was always about Arbonne. And it wasn't ever, hey, how you doing? Hey, how are things going? How are things with the dog? How's the wedding stuff going? It was always, hey, do you need any more Arbonne stuff? Hey, um, do you think that this person wants to order more? Like this customer of yours wants to order. Um, they have a free gift. They have this. Like make sure they blah, 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 blah. And I just started to feel really annoyed because I was like, all you care about is me reaching out to people to make you money. Like leave me alone. You reach out to them yourselves if you want the money so bad. Um, Like, I was just so frustrated. And I was like, I don't know, whatever. And then, finally, um, I was just, like, over it. And I had stopped buying the products because I had so many in my house. I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to use what I have before I order anything else. And uh, um, finally, I reached out to my friend that I mentioned, my plexi bestie. And we were chit-chatting and um, about something else. And then I asked her, I was like, hey, um, side note, when she left Plexus, she went to a makeup company, an MLM makeup company. So I asked her, I was like, hey, like, are you still selling makeup? And she was like, no, actually, I'm, like, really anti-MLM now. And I was like, oh, haha, same. Like, not really thinking too much of it, but I was, like, really annoyed, really sick of it. I was like, I wasn't making any money. I was working ex- – when I was doing it, I was working extremely hard. I was waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning before work to go and message a bunch of people that didn't want to buy my stuff – To see if they would buy my stuff and, like, create these fake relationships with people. Like, it's just so fake. And, like, it just, it sucked. And it sucks, too, because I'm a really genuine person. Like, I do actually care about people. I I do like talking to people. And I don't like it when people think that, like, I'm just trying to be predatory and make them buy things. (sighs) Sorry, tangent again. I lost my train of thought. 
Um, but yeah, oh, she told me that she's really into MLM too. And she's like, oh yeah, I've been like listening to like all these podcasts. Are you a part of any of these groups? Have you watched this YouTube video? And I was like, no, show me everything. And that was the moment that I became free. Um, the first thing that I listened to was my life after, uh, my life after MLM, uh, Roberta Bledevin's podcast. And it saved me. Um, after listening to a few episodes of that, I deactivated my Arbon account. I told all of my people that if they wanted anything, they could talk to my upline and that I would no longer be doing this. And everyone was like, all right, no problem. Thanks. And um, from then on, it's just been different for me. And I've been like kind of trying to undo all of the harm that I've done uh, over the past like 10 years of being on and off in MLMs. Um, I just want all of the people that I've messaged and I've talked to to know that um, that wasn't okay and that I'm sorry and that um, I know now, I know better now. And I'm growing and I hope that they don't get into the same trap that I was in where you're wanting community and you're wanting to make some extra money for your family and you like these products. So why not just sell them? Like, why not? Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much my story. And um, again, like. I'm sharing this to show you that I am human too. I have feelings and I have stuff that I've had to work through. And this isn't even my whole story. This is just um, where I'm comfortable sharing today. And I'm sure more of my story will come out over this podcast. But um, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of my journey. And if you are interested in sharing your own journey, please feel free to email me at from hun to human at gmail.com. From huns to human. Sorry, there's S's on huns and humans. From huns to humans at gmail.com. Um, and then we can set up a time for you to be on the podcast. And I love that. I want all of the stories to be heard. So let me know. Um, And I hope you have an awesome day and I hope that wherever you are in your journey in life that good things come to you. All right, guys, have an awesome day. Bye.